What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Eric Roberts Fitness Podcast. Hope you're doing super amazing. Uh, doing very good over here. Hope you're doing well. Uh, listen, easily getting in these like 12,000 12, steps a day with this new kind of like routine I'm doing. So uh, just a very quick update on kind of like my routine. So obviously, I have, I have six weeks left of my mini cut, If you know, if, for, for those who are following. I have six weeks left, and I really, I really wanted to make a conscious effort to increase my steps because that was one thing where again I don't I don't like doing a ton of cardio I don't want to sit in the gym and walk on the treadmill I don't want to sit in the gym and do the stair stepper like if I have to cool but like if I can just get my quote unquote cardio through steps that's kind of what I I like to do and so for me what I've done is so I wake up at about 6 a.m and then I answer emails for about an hour and then I go to the gym and I work out after that workout, I'll come home, shower up, eat, do those things. About nine o'clock, I get to answering emails again. Normally, before these change, so this is kind of the change I've made. Normally, I just sit on my, you know, sit, sit on my ass and answer emails, which is, you know, that's fine. Most people do that. I don't mind doing that, but this makes it very hard for me to get steps because if I'm just sitting on my computer answering emails and I'm not getting steps. So for me, the biggest thing I've done is for instead of taking from about nine to 10 30 or 11 sitting on my butt answering emails i'm now outside walking around my apartment complex around the street around nature i'm getting outside and walking this for for this hour and a half two hours now and that's like a that's a that's a lot of fucking steps especially for like that, that's a lot of steps especially for me when i wasn't doing that beforehand so i mean i like it's it's two o'clock right now and i've already got twelve thousand steps and it's like i haven't I haven't like tried super hard. I haven't done anything very differently in, as opposed to simply just changing the fact that when I set time to answer emails, I'm I'm blessed and lucky in the sense that like, I can answer emails on my phone. Like these phones we have are absolutely amazing. So I can answer emails on my phone, go outside, walk around, get some steps in. There are some emails I cannot answer on my phone where I have to attach things or, or this and that. But the emails I can answer on my phone, I get those done. So not only am I getting steps, but I'm also I'm doing the same work and I'm being just as productive as I would beforehand. So that's been that's been huge for me and it's very very helped me. And again, I think that's going to help me these next six weeks during the, the last six weeks of my mini cut. I'm going to be able to get you know 12, 15. The, the, the other day I got fifteen thousand steps and I was like, I didn't even try. Like I, I mean, yeah, I went outside and walked, but like I was just answering emails and I just kept going, kept going. So uh, all that to say. If you can find a place during your day to get steps, I'm pretty sure I said this exact same thing in the last podcast, but I'm just raving on it for right now because it's helping me a ton. So if there's a way you can add steps into your day, do that joint. I promise it'll help. All right. So that's kind of the intro there. Again, hope you're doing super well. Uh, this podcast is going to be based around the effects of not sleeping, the effects of poor sleep on your weight loss, and honestly, the negative side effects of poor sleep on your weight loss. And so... Here's the thing. In this podcast, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cover some like scientific research. I'm going to cover some like hormonal imbalances. I'm going to cover some metabolism things. I'm going to cover some like, you know, um, insulin sensitivity, all those kind of things. I, I am going to cover some of that. But honestly, I think the, the, more, the, the more kind of like, oh, yeah, like that makes sense. If I don't sleep, like this is going to happen. And if this happens, then that happens. And like this kind of change starts to come about. And like, that's why I'm overeating or that's why I'm not working out or things like that. So I think those kind of like moments I'm going to talk about later on in the podcast, I think those will, they're, they're, I think they're going to be equally as kind of like interesting and eye-opening, like the science is cool and things like that. But I think honestly, it's more about like what happens when you don't sleep. And, and I, it's so crazy because as I was kind of doing this podcast, I wanted to get some like research. I want to get some peer-reviewed scientific research studies. And I came across a study that basically said like in, in well-developed countries, the two biggest kind of like epidemics are obesity and sleep deprivation. And it's like 
So many people go through their day when they sleep four, five, six hours a night, and like they don't think to think they don't think anything of it. Like they don't think it's wrong. That they don't they don't they don't realize like how much it's affecting their everyday normal day to day life because that's just how they live. Like it's like it's like if if you have something for example, if your trash smells like shit. Like if your if your trash in your house smells awful. You may not notice it because it's been sitting there for a day. But when somebody walks in, they're like, what the fuck is that smell? That's awful. You're like, what are you talking about? I don't smell anything. It's like you're used to it, right? This is kind of the same thing. Like it is very, very easy to fall into the trap of like just getting used to this lifestyle of no sleep. Just getting used to this lifestyle on, of unhealthy habits. Getting used to this lifestyle of obesity. It's very easy to kind of fall in the trap and like not even think twice about it because like that's just kind of like your your everyday life and like that's how you've been living your life for the past whatever it is 5 10 15 20 50 years and so i want this podcast to be a yes we're gonna talk about science yes we're gonna talk about ways you can help it but i want it to almost be like a wake-up call to you to be like hey listen like it's not okay to sleep four hours a night like that's not okay like that's not good and again like i just said this this peer-reviewed scientific research study showed the two biggest epidemics were obesity and sleep deprivation it's a problem, and we need we need to we need to normalize. I don't want to say normalize the problem, but we need to normalize talking about the issues. So many people like don't talk about the fact they sleep four hours a night. They don't they don't seek they don't seek help for it. They don't think it's a problem. Like in the same way, you're probably seeking your weight loss help. You should probably be looking towards what can I do better for sleep, and so. I want this podcast to be like kind of like that is almost like a wake up call as well. So uh, first and foremost, let's kind of dive into the science behind all this stuff. So listen, there's two hormones in your body called leptin and ghrelin. Leptin suppresses your appetite and ghrelin promotes your appetite. So basically leptin makes you not that hungry and ghrelin makes you hungrier. During sleep, leptin is increased and ghrelin is decreased so because obviously when you're sleeping your body's not telling you it needs to eat food like you're you're recovering you're you're you you are testing food you're, you're doing all these other things that you can't do during the day because you know you have to be alive and talk and listen to this podcast and do stuff like that right now right so during during sleep leptin increases and ghrelin decreases hormonally inside your body that's what's going on when you don't sleep your leptin is not increased, and it was. And the one of the one of the research studies I looked at was again like in those people who had sleep deprivation, their leptin was constantly decreased in their body. The hormone leptin was constantly decreased in their body. This means if your leptin is decreased, your ghrelin your ghrelin is going to increase. So again, if you don't get adequate sleep and your leptin decreases, you're going to be your body's going to be hungrier throughout the day. You're going to have more cravings. It's going to be harder to stick to your calorie deficit, which is the only way to lose weight. It's going to be harder to not overeat. It's going to be easier to overeat all because you're not sleeping and your leptin you, you are you are insufficient in leptin levels in your body all going back to sleeping. And again, you are somebody who does not sleep a lot and you're like, oh my God, I'm always hungry. Oh my God, I always have cravings. Oh my God, like why, why am I always wanting food? Well, if you take if, if you took a look and, and you took your blood work done, you'd probably find that your leptin is always decreased and your ghrelin is always increased. That's why you're always hungry. And again, like there are things you can do where like, hey, listen, you can eat high protein, you can eat vegetables, you know, you, you can do your you can do your due diligence to stay full. But even then, it's it's hard enough to stay full on a calorie deficit when you get eight hours of sleep. 
you are now adding in, not only are you trying to lose weight and go into a calorie deficit, but also on top of that, you're adding on four hours of sleep and now you're throwing your hormones out of whack and this is making you hungrier throughout the day and you're not setting yourself up for success. I think one of the biggest things that people don't talk about a lot, maybe some do, but people don't talk about a lot is your, your environment and, and how are you setting yourself up for success or not. If you're getting four hours of sleep, if, if, if you're getting you know inadequate sleep, that's not setting yourself up for success. Now that you now that you just, just listened to this past two minutes of this podcast, whatever it is, where I talk about the leptin and the ground and the hormones, now that you know that this is an issue going on in your body, it is now up to you to take that into your control and try to, to try to fix that and try to set yourself up for success. Again, this journey is hard enough as it is. I, I, I'm very, I coach people every single day through their journeys. I'm, I'm very aware it's hard enough as it is. But you gotta set yourself up for success. You gotta have some chips on on your side. You gotta have some some things in your favor. Like you gotta do what you can do to set yourself up for success. And if you're not getting sleep right off the bat, you're not doing that. So that's the first thing. And also so, some of the other kind of like research studies I, I kind of I looked over before I started this podcast was sleep deprivation also decreased levels of insulin sensitivity. Which if you know anything about insulin sensitivity are insulin resistant that is going to make it that much more harder for you to lose weight the insulin resistance is is normally always linked to a higher body fat percentage so again sleep deprivation not sleeping a lot increases your in insulin resistance which does not make it easier again setting yourself up for success it does not make it easier for you to lose weight when now your leptins decrease and your ghrelins increase these hormones in your body are out of wax you're always hungry you're always having cravings on top of that Sleep deprivation is linked to decreased insulin sensitivity, which again is not going to help you if you're looking to lose weight. You're stacking these chips against you, and like like I said, like I just said, it's hard enough as it is. But now you are taking these steps, and again, whether you are consciously or not consciously taking these steps, hopefully now consciously because you know what I just talked about in this podcast. Now you're saying, okay, I'm not setting myself up for success. I'm stacking chips again. I'm making it harder for myself. Why would you want to make this harder for yourself when it's already hard enough, right? Like take some time to think about those two things right there. Like I just said, do not set yourself up for failure. Try to set yourself up for success as much as you can. So honestly, those are my two kind of big, again, the, the research I looked at, those, those are my two kind of big things. I could go into a few more, but honestly, I don't really want to. So those are my two big things for as far as uh uh, scientific, like uh, hormonal research studies, kind of like proving these things, right? So that's first and foremost. Now, again, more onto the stuff I enjoy, and that is kind of like what happens when you don't sleep. So, so like I said, like you know, like I said, your your leptin decreases, your ghrelin increases, your insulin sensitivity, all that stuff is fine and well. But let's face it, it's it's for example, it's hard enough to exercise as it is. You're not going to be motivated every single day. Exercise is hard. It takes time out of your day. It's hard enough to do that when you get adequate sleep, let alone now. You're, so, for example, if, if you say to yourself, okay, I'm going to wake up when I work out in the morning before work. Cool. It's fucking awesome. Like, I have tons of clients who do that. If you're getting four hours of sleep, how likely do you really, really, truly think you are going to get your ass up in the morning off of four hours of sleep and go work out? It's not going to happen. Like, let's, let's, let's stop playing games with ourselves. It might happen once or twice, and that's great, but, like, let, let, let's not lie to ourselves. It's, it's not going to happen. And I, I will be the first to tell you, there's no way I could even function on four hours of sleep, let alone freaking go work out. So again, 
setting yourself for failure, setting yourself up for success. Which one are you doing? Again, and even if you so if, if you go to sleep at midnight and you have to wake up at five, like probably not going to w- want to work out that much, which again is, is you're not going to be consistent with your workouts, which obviously is not very beneficial for you if you are looking to lose weight. And, and again, let's say you work out in the evening. Cool. We can go there too. So let's say you work on the evening. You have all day, you know, you, you, you drive to work, whether you, whether you're working from home right now or you, or you drive to work, you have all these stressors, you have, you have your boss at you, you, you have your other coworkers at you, you have all these stress, you have kids with e-learning. Now you, now you drive home or, or you get off work and you have to, you have to take your kids to soccer practice and X, Y, and Z is going on. And you're like, listen, fuck this. I don't feel like working out. I'm tired. I'm hungry. You're tired because you haven't slept. You're hungry because, like, like we talked about earlier, your your ghrelin is increased, and now you're always hungry. So now these two things are happening. So you're like, fuck this. I'm tired and hungry. I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna eat dinner. I'm gonna sit on the couch and binge watch Netflix. Don't think that is very conducive to your weight loss goals. Again, that all comes from you not getting adequate sleep in the morning, and all these things are compiling throughout the day. Because again, let's be honest, like for most individuals, working out is a quote unquote chore. Like you have to do it. I know some people enjoy it. I enjoy it. But for most people, like, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. You still, in the same way your kids still have to do their homework, you still have to work out. Like, but if you're making this game harder for no apparent reason other than you just are not, you don't want to sleep and you're not sleeping. And, and I understand, I haven't really said this yet, but I'll, I'll go off on this. I understand some people have a hard time sleeping. And like, it's like, it, it's a thing like they, they want to sleep, they try to, but they're not. I understand like that's a whole different story. This podcast is not really for that individual. This podcast is for somebody who just like stays up and who just chooses not to get that much sleep. Like this is who this podcast is for. So all that being said, let me, let me kind of circle back around. Now you're making it harder for yourself. You're going home. You're, you're eating on the couch. You're, you're watching Netflix. You're not working out. You're not getting closer to your to your health and fitness goals. And, and let's be honest, when you're sitting on that couch watching Netflix and you're hungrier and you have more cravings, you're probably not snacking on celery and pickles. You're probably snacking on chips. You're probably snacking on pretzels. You're probably snacking on cookies, things that are normally higher in calories and things that are normally highly palatable, which is going to lead you to say, oh my God, these are amazing. I want more of these. And you're going to continue eating them. So not only are they higher in calories, but now you keep eating them because again, I talk about something called breaking the chain. And I I did a podcast on this. I believe it was the podcast on how to stop overeating at night. I forget which episode it was. I think it was something in the eighties, but I did a podcast on how to stop overeating at night. And I talked about breaking the chain. This is that same kind of concept because if you are not sleeping, if you're not getting an adequate night's sleep and you wake up and you're tired and you're less motivated, you have less willpower, this means now it's going to be that much harder for you to go work out. So now you're not working out. It's going to be that much harder for you to stick to your diet, to, to stick to quote unquote eating healthy and sticking to your, to, your, to your plan, sticking to your calories. Your willpower is going to be that much that much more low because listen, you go through a whole day of work. You got your kids stuff. You have your bosses nagging at you. You have you know spouse things. Like listen, there's a lot of there's a lot of things pulling at people throughout the day. And our willpower, you only have so much willpower in a day. So if you're not getting adequate sleep, this is the this is the start of this chain of events happening where you don't get sleep and then you skip breakfast and then you're starving so you go eat three tacos and then you get home and you're like screw this I'm tired I don't want to work out because all you've had all day to eat was three tacos but you felt like shit because those three tacos are really heavy it made you feel bad made you feel bloated so now you feel like shit so you're gonna go home and eat and eat dinner but at dinner you you don't feel like cooking because you're tired so now you're just gonna order out you're gonna get you're, you're gonna get something to order out whether it's fucking you know McDonald's or Chick Fil A or whatever it is so you're gonna get that and now 
you feel like even more shit because you're eating, you know, the, the processed food you don't actually want to eat, but you don't feel like cooking because you're tired and you've been working all day and you have no willpower and you're just hangry because you haven't, you haven't eaten quality food all day because you didn't get quality sleep and you, you did not have a quality breakfast and you have a quality lunch all because you didn't sleep. So now it, it gets to the end of the night where you're like, I'm not working out. Fuck this. I'm tired. Let me go sit on the couch and watch Netflix. Okay, now the cravings come because you haven't eaten all day and now you're, now you're hungry again. Cool. Let me go grab the chips or let me go grab the cookies and eat those while I'm sitting here. Meanwhile, you've done no exercise all day. You've done no movement. You haven't eaten good all day either. So now all these things are compiling. Like I just went through, I probably went through like so many people's typical day. Like that's what happens during their day. And like, I know this because I coach people and I know what their days look like, obviously before they, they coach with me. But again, this is all because this, these chain of events that I just listed all throughout, all of it started at one place, you not sleeping. So if you can break the chain of events at the top, it's almost like that analogy of like cutting the head off of a snake. Like if you cut the head off a snake or whatever, I don't even know what that analogy is. Maybe it's right. Maybe it's wrong. I don't know. But if you start at the top and stop it, stop it in its tracks, you are going to change the rest of your day because that one event sets up the rest of your day. So if you're not getting adequate sleep, you are not going to set up yourself for positive chain of events. You're going to set yourself up for negative chain of events. And again, kind of going back to the same thing, like, I talked about willpower. Like you're when when you are hungry and tired, you're hangry. Do you really think you're gonna choose the best health healthy options for food? Do you really do you really think that? Like it's hard enough right now. Like do you, do you really think you're going to do that? No. So again, setting yourself up for success. You're you're going to when you do this, you're not you're not setting yourself up for success. You have less willpower, less consistency, and less results. All because you are choosing to not prioritize sleep. So. Listen, not sleep, and, and again, so kind of t- tagging onto this, this just kind of c- came into my head as well, kind of tagging onto this thought, listen, like when you constantly are, ty- are tired, when you constantly have low energy, you constantly feel like shit because you're not eating foods that are actually making you feel good because you're not, you're always tired and, and you're always hungry, so you're just kind of like eating chips and snacks throughout the day and you're never actually having, you know, protein and vegetables and nutrient-dense whole foods and, and things like that. When you constantly feel like shit, you're going you're, you're gonna to feel like shit, but you get into this negative feedback loop. You, you get into this negative cycle. And anybody who's listened to my podcast knows I kind of talk about this like positive and negative feedback loop. It's like the actions you take during the day are going to put you in a positive or negative feedback loop. No matter what actions they are, they're going to put you in a positive or negative one. If you are constantly feeling tired and, and feeling hungry and, and not doing what you're supposed to be doing, not working out, not moving around – you're going to feel like shit. And then from there, you you feel like shit because you feel like shit. You're like, oh my God, why do I feel this way? Like, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm not working out. I keep, skip, I keep skipping my workouts. I can't stop snacking at night. All this negativity starts to come about. But again, this, this negativity cycle is happening all because of this, this negative sleep cycle you are currently in. You have to find a way to get to the root of the issue and make sleeping more of a priority. Because again, like if, if you've just listened to this entire podcast, you can see how uh, multiple days of not sleeping good in a row can really fuck you up. Like one one night's one thing, but even then, like one night fucks me up a ton. So like, but if you are constantly not sleeping well, it's no wonder you're constantly not being able to lose weight. You're constantly always feeling like shit. You're constantly always feeling tired, always feeling hungry, always feeling like you have to crave something. 
this is why and it can it can really i mean it can really fuck up your weight loss journey for sure like and again like you can have the perfect plan you can know how many calories to eat you can have your workout program all that's fine and well but if this stuff first isn't in line i tell people all the time like if, if you're sleeping like four hours a night, don't come to me asking about how many calories you should eat. Like, don't come to me asking about what workout program you should do. Like, go f- get some more fucking sleep first. And then from there, we can talk about, okay, cool, hit these calories. From there, we can talk about, cool, get this workout program for three or four times a week. Like, from there, those things matter. But if you're constantly sleeping three or four hours a night, don't <laughs> – you haven't graduated to the point where these other things are going to matter because you haven't mastered the simple the simple foundational thing of sleep, which is so freaking important. So, and listen, I understand, and there's a reason that that well-developed countries are that one of the, one of the the worst epidemics is sleep deprivation. It's like I know there's a bunch of things going on. You got work, you got your kids. Like it's very easy to just play on your phone for four hours at a time and just disconnect from the world and and, and disconnect from your life. I understand that. But that doesn't change the fact that you still need to make it a priority. In the same way you show up to your job to provide food for your family and put food on the table for them, that's a that's a priority, I assume. Like you probably gotta make money, you probably gotta work, you, you have to make sure you, you show up to work. In the same way you make a prior, that a priority, or, or or in the same way you make your, your kids a pro, excuse me, in the same way you make your kids a priority, whether it's taking them to soccer practice or loving them or, or putting food on the table for them, whatever it is. You need to find a way to make sleep a priority in your life. And again, I don't I don't know your life, so I can't I can only tell you but so much in a podcast, right? But listen, you you know, you know what what you should do differently. You know, you're just not doing it right now. So I I urge you to use this podcast as an opportunity to do that. Like make the changes you've been wanting to make with your sleep forever now. Whether it is getting up earlier, whether it is going to sleep going to sleep earlier, whether it's, you know, setting a non-negotiable bedtime routine where you have to be off your phone by 9 p.m. and then 30 minutes of reading or, or, or 10 minutes of meditation, 10 minutes of stretching, whatever that looks like for you, you need to make that a priority in the same way you make going to your job a priority and making money. This, again, if you want to optimize and, and succeed in your weight loss journey, I would strongly, strongly encourage you to make non-negotiables with your bedtime routine or with your sleep in general because, you can't begin again. It, it's breaking the chain. You have to break the chain of all these bad habits going on throughout the day. It's all starting from the sleep. So if you if you fix your sleep, you're normally going to fix these other behavior patterns. All because you started at the top. You cut the head off the snake. You fixed your sleep, and all else falls in line. All right. So. Listen, guys, that's the podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. If you did, feel free to let me know. Reach out to me however you however you can, whether you leave a comment on iTunes, whether you leave a review on iTunes, whether you shoot me a DM and, or put it on your Instagram story and tell me you were watching the podcast. That makes me super happy. Um, so any way you want to reach out to me, please let me know. Um, other than that, guys, thank you so much, and we'll talk soon.